this is it. This is it. We're not it's just on. This is this is us. This is the recording. We oh. never start. We're perfect. not starting. Or, never. We're terrible at start. We're terrible starters. Yeah, it's like I'm not um, going to start in co- a real conversation either. <laughs> I know. Cool, cool, cool. So awkward. Um, <laughs> we are not going to do movie news or a typical no. screen it or scream it today. No, no, we're sparing you my review of how terrible Dark Phoenix is. Well, you could so, give them any review yeah, right there you now. Go. Oh, it's not Just good. Just go ahead. It's, it's not, not good. good. Don't go see Dark Phoenix. It's a bummer. Jackson hated it. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you're a big fan of the X-Men movies, go see it because it's the last one until it's, Marvel takes over. What's the score on Rotten Tomatoes like right 22 now? Like 22 or something. Guys, it's a bad Ooh. tomato. It is. It is a bad tomato. It is a hot it's mess. A, it's a hot mess of a movie. It's just so. boring. It's a green tomato. That's it's so boring. really the only review you need to know. Yeah. We don't even... We need to get go into the thickness of it. No, no, we really don't. I appreciated like the sort of like cool feminist themes that's to it. Yeah. But, uh, I appreciate you appreciate it. It, 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 w- it would have been nicer had it been in a better movie. Yeah. You know, bummer. It well, was really depressing. There's a lot though coming out this weekend for people who want to watch something though. What? Handmaids. Handmaid's Tale. Black Mirror. Is that already? Big Little Lies. Big Little Lies. Yeah. Guys, just sit in front of your TVs this weekend. Don't go outside. Just watch what I wish I could Don't do. Don't do anything. There's three Handmaid's yes. episodes. There's yeah. so much to watch. Take your kids yeah. to see Secret Life of Pets 2. I wonder if that's yeah. funny. I wish I had seen that last night. The first one's tired. fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's not as good as it could have been. No. I think we've talked oh, about that all, But also Late Night comes out this weekend. And that Mindy is good. Kaling. Is Mindy getting Kaling. Getting great reviews. And who's the... Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson. She's wonderful. And Mindy Kaling. Mindy Kaling is Where also wonderful. Where can we watch this? In theaters. In theaters. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Support your local theaters. Yes. All right. <laughs> Well, without Speaking of locals. further ado, <laughs> okay, our special that. guest that is on today. All right, guys, we have a special guest with us on screen today, Steph Scuppum. And I did the <laughs> special name pronunciation <laughs> movement that goes with your name. Uh, welcome to Screen on the Spot. We're so excited to have you. Thank you so much for having me. It's really a pleasure to be here with you. I can't wait to talk. And Steph is the director of the film office here in Kansas City, which is a fairly new position, I guess. I mean, I don't want to say new. New, new, but how, how long have you been doing that? Uh, we're coming up on October, which will be the fifth year. Fifth year, yeah. so not that new. Well, it's new be, five years. I think is new. I think we time. think of it as new because we didn't have an official, right? Official city office for ten years, right? Yeah. So it's really great that we have this now. We're going to go through all the kind of great things that you're doing for the city and what we hope to see in the future. Um, but first questions, uh, pretty easy. So like, just tell us how long are you from Kansas City? What's your background? And how did you like get involved with the film office? Okay, so I'm. I grew up in St. Louis, mm-hmm. across the state. I was born in Los Angeles. Um, my dad's side of the family is from there. My mom's side is from the middle. And when they split up, I I ended up living in St. Louis with my mom and spending a good amount of time on the West Coast, but not as much to say like that's a home. It definitely, the Midwest was my home. I transferred colleges. I started college after graduating high school. Um, uh, went to Bradley University on a film. Not sorry, not film on a theater and voice scholarship. Okay. So I was on this track. You know, I was on this kind of artsy fartsy kid track. Um, you I had been loved theater and film I like did. from an I early loved age. Those stories and and I had happened to be a really shy kid. So it was actually theater and voice that knocked me out of myself, out of my head, and started kind of changing my life. Um, when I transferred to KU, it was a little bit of a fluke. I visited a friend going there. And when I hit the ground, I felt it. I was like, this is actually where I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. It felt right. The vibe was right. And so I transferred myself over there. I lost a little, I lost a semester in that process, but that was okay. And then I was not on scholarship anymore. So and where were you at school before you did Bra- uh, Bradley, Bradley, which is okay. in Peoria. It was in Illinois. Okay. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I graduated from KU and I thought, and so did my family, especially the ones on the West Coast, thought when you graduate uh, with your communications with film emphasis, you're going to come to Los Angeles. I said, yeah, I think that that's the plan. Mm-hmm. But what kept happening, which was really nice and I think that can be so unique to our area, is that opportunities kept uh, revealing themselves and I kept taking them because I wanted to learn and I wanted to grow and and being, you know, kind of getting deeper and deeper here. It made me not want to leave. So I ended up moving from Lawrence to Kansas City. After commuting, I commuted for a really long time because I was very at home in Lawrence. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I commuted for about, I don't know, maybe three years. Uh, but I had a job uh, 
two different jobs during a, like a four-year span uh, in Kansas City, and so I spent a lot of money on tolls. And I, finally, I got. I, finally, I said, "Okay, I'm moving. I'm moving." Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't know if I'd really like it because I didn't understand Kansas City yet. And this was honestly a long time ago. So, uh, so when I did move to Kansas City, I thought, "What a fool I've been! This place is amazing. Mm-hmm. The people yeah. are amazing." And I think that even more than that, and what keeps us being so special is that the willingness to collaborate is so present. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I love Kansas City. So I feel really lucky that I get to have a job where I promote Kansas City all the time. Yeah. yeah. I relate to that a lot because like I was also the kind of the same way, big theater, big into theater. Oh, yeah. And I'm from Wichita. So okay. and that was like always, OK, once I graduate high school, I'm going to get into the theater and I'm going to go and do the L.A. thing. And then you just kind of like start, start finding the opportunities in your home state, and your hometown and there's just so much out here right. and you don't realize it until you're in it and you're like, oh my gosh, it's, I've gotten to do some really, really cool things and you know, none of those things were out on the coast. Like it's all been right here. So I think that's really cool. Um, so kind of walk us through uh, a little bit about maybe just in general what the film commission does okay. or the film office does mm-hmm. and then we'll ask you about like your day to day. Awesome. Okay. So any film commission, uh, kind of the description of a film commission is that you promote your jurisdiction or your region to the industry as a destination for for filming. Um, that's the base. So the mission, and I always have to keep my eye on it, is can I bring work in? Is this increasing the, like proportionally increasing the economic uh, health of our community uh, within this, you know, sector, within, you know, film production, but that encompasses quite a bit, you know, Mm -hmm. like there's animation, there's, you know, there's the voice things that go with it, there's the acting that goes with it. So it's really a broad industry. And it's part of the job also is to, to communicate to, to our people at home and our leadership at home that this is a viable industry, and it's worth supporting and that there are many, many people in it. And we would include all of you in that people doing audio, anything kind of audio recording, Mm -hmm. any kind of video recording, all of that. And it's a growing industry. So that's, that's kind of two aspects is uh, the value of the industry, and then marketing to the industry. The other thing is that, um, that I do need to do are, you know, we, we do the strategy, we do the marketing plan, we do the budgeting, we do the five-year plan, we do the one-year plan. That's all, you know, just regular business stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's specific to, to our goals. Uh, what else? Uh, we also need to keep creating uh, and maintaining, like, really key relationships. So, for example, when we have a production come in like Queer Eye, it's huge. They're going to shoot for five months. We want, from the get-go, the city's buy-in. How do we get that? Well, we get those things easily and quickly because we've already established relationships. We've already you know, established maybe a method for how I'm going to reach out, let you know this information, ask something of you uh, to participate and feel have ownership in it. Um, and it's interesting because that goes across the whole region. So we have touched base with and we can work with more than 38 municipalities and wow. counties wow. around here. And we even will we'll even assist a production that's going to go film in Wichita. But what's nice about something like that, we have to keep in mind, they will they might fly into Kansas City. They might pick up some Kansas City crew. Mm-hmm. We want to have that relationship and we want we don't want to shame them for not knowing that Kansas City's film office is on the Missouri side. I don't say anything about <laughs> that. Just say welcome. <laughs> welcome to yeah. Kansas City. Um and and that's kind of special that we're a bi-state city. Yeah, you can um, support more the Kansas assets. side right, too. Right. It's Absolutely. not just Missouri side. Yeah, so too. we we assist on both sides of the yeah. state line, um, and all of those like municipalities and jurisdictions that I talked about. So those those are the basic things. You know, we have an interesting day to day because we never know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's kind of a bullet list, and a lot of it has to do with marketing and sales. Uh, and then being that person that can host, I, I was listening to uh, an earlier podcast of yours where you had Davis Dismalchin on, and he was telling you guys that um, I had had him and his producers yeah. in and mm-hmm. his director in to host them. So that's a normal activity for us. Mm-hmm. It could be a smaller project. It could be a really big project. Um, always we are discreet. Um, but we will do the things like we get the rental car or we we help them get a hotel. We map out what what they need to see and then we kind of plus it up with what we think will also sell 
uh, Kansas City and, mm-hmm. and, and be sticky for them so that they can't forget us, that they're going to come back, that they want to film here. Because um, they have a lot of options. They have a lot of options. So it's almost like shopping for them when they're, you know, trying, where am I going to film this at? They probably go, you know, to the Atlantas and all the other places, Cleveland's, wherever. But they, and then the Kansas City's on a list and then they have right. to say, I'm interested. What can right. you do mm-hmm. for me? And then you have to have the responsibility of showing them right. why they should be here. It's true. It's true. So it's like any business, but you know, not to be boring. It's like any business, but it's an exciting mm-hmm. business uh, because these people are creating something. They're creating art. They're creating something that you know impacts us culturally, which is really fun uh, and important. Uh, but if they're coming, that means they're very serious yeah. because they're mm-hmm. spending some money. Mm-hmm. I'm spending some money um, just to come check us out. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. there's this whole. Uh, pre you know pre uh, location scout mm-hmm. or a site scout uh, where we have a you know we have a producer's deck that's uh, a pretty full look at what their experience would be like in Kansas City so it gives them some facts about Kansas City it even touches on what kind of housing options there are uh, it shows them a little we have this beautiful graph of of the United States and these little planes that are flying from the coast into Kansas City and it says only three hours direct. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know, we're right in the right. middle. Yeah. Yeah. Having, you know, having public yeah. transportation, having a free streetcar. Yeah. Um, and then and then we go through things like here is the local incentive mm-hmm. here. You, you may or may not know that we have a casting director in town that has a lot of credits in independent film there that are amazing. Um, so we, we, we pull out the soft and hard incentives. We, we place it in a presentation that we can give and mm-hmm. that we do, uh, but that we can also send. I think that's the, the, the neat thing about Kansas city that a lot of people don't know is you actually, when you get here, you realize like David Delsmalchen said that like, there's so much, there's so many different things you can do. It's not just, if you want to go, you know, in a suburban part of town, then you can go there. It's a quick drive. I mean, if you want to go out, you know, yeah, Yeah. I mean, you have everything in the Kansas city metro area in terms of film. So it's a matter of, I'm sure for you just getting them here. And that's really, that is the magic piece. If they come, they are blown away. Mm -hmm. And, uh, there's so many examples that I have, and those are fun stories. One of the, the biggest scout I've recently had, and I can't say what it was, but one of the things that was said to me during that scout was, I didn't expect it to be so hilly. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. just the simple yeah. things like that. And, and and my response is, yes, it is. But if you need flat, I can take you to flat. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. like, yeah. we have it. Let's yeah. go we see also flat. have that. <laughs> Plenty of that. Yeah. <laughs> That's so, so funny. How, so how often do you feel like you do presentations like that is that you know fairly frequently i would say i would say we're sending out those uh packages um those pitch packages fairly often um i want to say oh my gosh i want to say no pressure we're it's doing okay. we, we have this year we've probably sent out at least 20 of them well, okay right um and the, and with these kinds of projects as you guys probably suspect they developing them takes a really long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of them will end up disappearing. Some yeah. of them won't find their funding. Mm-hmm. Um and some of them will stay uh will chug along and make it here. Mm-hmm. Um but I do think that kind of something you touched on Georgia when they have these options what they're doing every time is a business. And I and I mean this and I think this is worth focusing on because when, when, like, for, for example, when we think of these large companies, like, say, a Netflix, each one of their shows is done by a production company. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're not always the same. They're most likely different production companies. Right. And those production companies have multiple projects of their own. Each of those projects mm-hmm. are like a mini business in and of themselves. They have their own marketing plan. They have their own strategy. They have their, obviously, their own Because every show content. is different. Yeah. Yeah. Every show yeah. is different. Mm-hmm. So each... Each producer of each project needs to make sure they're putting as much as they can on the screen. And these are really labor-intensive projects. These are really, uh, takes such a long time to plan. They're really like a big, big puzzle. And if you get all the right pieces together, you can make something unforgettable. And that's always their goal. Um, We want to help them do that. And we want to glean the benefits for Kansas City from that. And the benefits can be really big. It could be in, you know, the millions and or thousands of dollars. It can be in the hundreds to thousands of jobs. I don't mean on one project, but like, sure. you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Collective, yeah, in, collectively, yeah. 
you know, and that could be like residual tourism. There was a, somebody told me this week that they, they had a colleague uh, in, in Minnesota who saw Queer Eye and he said, he said uh, he and his family are going to come to Kansas City because they saw us on Queer Eye. Wow. Oh, nice. so, so that became a destination yeah. for them. Yeah. That's so that. great. We can't afford to buy that kind of, you know, advertising for yeah. ourselves. I was I was super excited. I'm a huge. They, He's they a big know. queer eye fan. If you listen to some yeah. of our well, you got me on. Like I saw, I obviously watched the Kansas City yeah. episode, but Chris was watching it. From uh, JVN is like one of my <laughs> favorite him. people ever. <laughs> he loves uh, him. No, I, I love, I him love too. queer He's amazing. eye. And so that was. I'm sure uh, for you that was so exciting to land something like that. I mean, that's that's. <laughs> Let huge me tell you something. Okay, so we had to be really quiet about. They approached us um, when we were first talking. They approached us anonymously. And we were treating them just like we would treat anybody mm-hmm. uh, really fast to get back to them, you know, very friendly, very knowledgeable with information. Um, and we sent them all the things about our local incentive, which they were very, very curious about. And so we walked them all through it. And then they, they called and said, or they emailed us and said, we want to set up a call. We need to make sure that the film commissioner's on the call. And Rachel and I run the film office together, yeah. so they had sent her a message. So she set up a call for all of us, and that's when they told us who they really were. Oh, and then they oh, wow. said that was the opportunity from that call forward was our opportunity to dig in and create the best pitch package. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which we, which I think that we did. They responded really, really positively to what we sent. So, yeah. so on that, would that have been like the producers on just the producers on the show, basically yes. that were mm-hmm. calling? Yes. And did yes. they just say like we're the, queer the, eye? And you're like, oh my surprise. gosh! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what well, was funny because in our office, when they told us who they were, we got off of that call immediately. She and I, and we aren't yeah like this together always, but we looked at each other and we just went. the the whole office heard it we emerged from the conference room and everyone's looking at us and we're just like (laughs) we can't tell you (laughs) but it's really great (laughs) did you get to meet all the uh, fab five when when they came in town we did we did and what our takeaway is is great from meeting them because they they walk the walk Mm -hmm. they are who they say they are. Mm -hmm. We saw, but we got to spend some time with them. We went to um, an Imagine Dragons concert with them. Um, We got to do, uh, you know, a couple of other things. They were terribly Mm -hmm. busy, so we didn't do much social hanging out uh, just a couple of times like that. But we, we, you know, had a kickoff party for for the project for them, Mm -hmm. um, and we spent time with them there too. But, and and at the rap party, it was um, anecdotally... uh, Karama was in line, I think, for the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And he was very sincerely making eye contact with different people and and giving them advice oh, on wow. their life. Cool. And my and, and Rachel uh, tells me this. She kind of flagged him down, like, Do you need do you need help? Like, like do you need yeah. saving right. from all these yeah. people? Right. And <laughs> yeah. he was like, No, I'm great. I'm good. So I'm I'm, yeah. I'm it was a it was a physical but we're on the yeah. We're on yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm like <laughs> yeah. so he he waved her off like yeah. no 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 I'm okay. good I'm yeah. good. This is exactly what where I want to be. Oh, yeah. Um and there's so more sweet. stories like that. They're yeah. just delightful. It seemed mm-hmm. like they really took to Kansas City, which like why wouldn't you? Kansas yeah. City's a great place. But right. again, like I don't I don't know if it's just like a preconceived notion of what our city is, but once you're here, I think it's like eye opening to people. Like I wow. think it was like, a universal response from certainly the cast, but also the the crew. Mm-hmm. And 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 because my job is what it is, for the the people I hang out with the most are the producers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm we're working with them on a daily basis mm-hmm. and all levels of producers, the highest sure. level and then like all the way to the field producers who are just trying to make it happen mm-hmm. on a day to day basis. Um they they were so impressed. Like they're they're saying things to us like a city's never been like this before mm-hmm. and all of these people this isn't their first show they've they're seasoned yeah. producers yeah uh that that businesses have never opened up and responded so easily and positively mm-hmm. than they did here and so the win that we had uh with them is a win because our crew kicked ass on the project yeah. and they loved the crew that they hired here uh they uh they spent you know, a good amount of money here. So that's a, an economic win mm-hmm. for us too. Um, they affected our lives in a really positive way. And you see that on TV with their interactions, but that happened on a personal basis yeah. all the time every day. So, I mean, Kansas City is now, we're part of their viral sensation. They're like, their, their social media is 
their Instagrams yeah. are huge, mm-hmm. and Kansas City over and over and over is a part well, of it. This is like the best time to live in Kansas City. I mean, I grew up in Kansas City or Overland Park, I guess technically, but I've seen how Kansas City has developed, and a lot of people. I mean, it, and like I said before, it's about getting people here to see it them for themselves. But I remember when there wasn't wasn't really anything downtown there wasn't the power and light and then now you open up the city to people and you're like oh my gosh like it is the best time to live here in the city mm-hmm. and so i'm sure that's really cool when people come here and they're like okay this is this is amazing on on my business cards uh there we have different pictures on the back of our business cards showing off kansas city and one of them is downtown and it's one i like to give a lot when i go to la because I, tell, I say, here's my business card. This is what the cityscape looks like. And they're always like, oh. And I say, <laughs> we have buildings. Right, yeah. we have buildings. So the cows are over here. <laughs> We've got them. If you want them, the horses sure. are over yeah. here. The yeah. ranches and farms are over here. We've got it all. But this is what it looks like. And they're surprised. Yeah. 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 So you mentioned the incentive, which is obviously going to be a big draw. And I know Missouri is making a lot of progress on a tax incentive for film. Where where, where are we at now? Like, And what comes next for, for that? I wish I had better news. Oh, boy. Um, okay, the good the good news, though. The good news is that this year, and we've been fighting for, for a Missouri State Film Incentive to be reinstated because mm-hmm. it had its natural bill sunset. There's a sunset built into these kinds of bills, and it sunset in 2013. Gone Girl was the last film that used it. Mm-hmm. Um, because that was so impactful for Cape Girardeau, Representative Kathy Swan from the Cape Girardeau area has been the bill sponsor for seven years years. This year, 2019, uh, we made it farther than we have in seven years. And we made it, it was 12 to one getting passed through the economic development committee in the house. It was unanimous getting through the economic development committee in the Senate. Um, and in the Senate this year, we had a a Senate sponsor, which we haven't always had, Mm -hmm. uh, with Senator Denny Hoskins. Um, we also were able to get a debate on the floor and a, a perfection vote, which is they they can bring up amendments, they can they can change the name of the bill. There's this time mm. that that happens. It's called perfection, and they do an oral vote, just out loud, I or nay to mm-hmm. pass it. It's an informal vote. Uh, we passed that. Um, what happened then, and it was really really late in the the legislative session. The session ends in the middle of May. Um, we didn't get scheduled for a final vote on the floor. So now we have to wait Mm. for the next legislative session. We have to start over Mm. or you have to start the whole process over. It doesn't just pick up where it left off. Mm -hmm. So you have to go through all of those votes over again. That's another part of my job. So so how did that just not get scheduled? Was that like just a foresight on like a fluke or fluke on? It was not a fluke. It was not a fluke, but I will say this. It was late in the season or session. So when it's late in the session, they're trying to push through all of these things that are very mm-hmm. important to them. And a lot of sure. these representatives Just have things on that the are back burner. very important right. to them. Right. Yeah. Right. Our bill didn't happen to be very important right. to them. Sure. So it was more just like, we don't have time. Kind I, of. I believe it's a combination of we don't have time yeah. mm-hmm. and not everyone was going to vote for it. And whoever those people were might have been influential people. Mm. Mm -hmm. Um, But we feel like um, if we had gone to the floor, we feel like we may have gotten the vote. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, but the thing is, is that that's not the end. We may have gotten it passed out of the house and sent over to the Senate, but time would have, Mm. would have gotten to us then because we would have had to go to committee in the Senate and then gotten out for their floor vote and it would have had to be approved in the Senate as well mm-hmm. and go okay. through that whole process. It's amazing that right. any bill should sure. it's, yeah. it's like I'm pretty yeah. ignorant to all this stuff. Sure. So we're asking like dumb questions. <laughs> no, very my gosh. I think I learned a lot doing this job and how a bill gets passed. Yeah. Yeah. It, they're so, so, I'm so just a I just catch a house of cards and that's yeah. really all I ask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't so, that all you need to know? I know, I know. So when, <laughs> that's unfortunate. So how long do you have to wait? When's the next round of it? It will be January of 2020 will be when session begins. Not as okay. far. First, I was worried it was further along than that. So, what can people do mm-hmm. now? Is there anything we can do now, or yes. do we? Okay, what what can we do? I think that understand number one, understand it's a long game, but we need support, even though it's a long game, because myself, the president of MoMA, the board of MoMA, and MoMA stands for mm-hmm. Missouri Motion Media Association. This is the nonprofit statewide advocacy organization that hires the the lobbyist or government 
mm-hmm. consultant uh, who costs a bit of money, but is the person on the ground every day pushing for pushing it. for mm-hmm. us, and he makes such a big difference. Uh, it happens to be he. Mm-hmm. Um, so we need support because with that, with the monies we get from membership, and membership's only like I think twenty four dollars or twenty five to be in the Missouri yeah. to be in MoMA to be a member of MoMA. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So. And then follow MoMA because the calls to action go through MoMA. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I will reshare everything. And I'm mm-hmm. the vice president of communications for oh, MoMA. Right, okay. I'm on yeah. the board. So how long has that been in existence? Was that something that went away or, and then came back? or No, I, it established itself at a really weird time in Missouri when they had closed the state film office. So MoMA emerged as kind of an organization that can kind of hold things together until the state, you know, reenacted that office. It just, it was gone for one year. It came right back Mm -hmm. luckily and now is in a very safe place inside of the Missouri tourism office. And my office is inside of visit KC, the Mm -hmm. Kansas city area Mm -hmm. tourism office. And those are safe places to be. Everyone's marketing, Mm -hmm. you know, that your destination Mm -hmm. there, you're all in the same boat doing that marketing and sales bit. Um, But also you're not a, it's not political. Like if, you yeah. know, the, you know, the tides change, the mayor changes, the governor changes, mm-hmm. you're not the baby out with the bathwater, you know, when an administration changes, you're safe in a non-political entity. It, I, like, I'm just surprised that it like wasn't, cause it seemed like it had a lot of momentum. Like, I feel like I heard a lot about it and it seemed like very positive and everybody, maybe not everybody. Cause I'm sure there was obviously people that, you know, weren't in support of it, but I felt like it was all very positive. Mm-hmm. No, I people heard a negative people thing were really, right. well, know, David Dismalshan, this was, he was pushing it. Yeah, yeah. he certainly yeah. Was. <laughs> yeah. He was. Right. I mean, we, we needed key people at, at key times to do things like, uh, write letters of testimonials mm-hmm. to, uh, the committee. Mm-hmm. Um, the the big action happens when we get on the floor because that's when everybody contacts their own representative yeah. to make mm-hmm. sure that they vote for it, you know, that they represent you properly and they vote for it. Um, nothing bad happened this year. And those people that weren't for our bill weren't, they weren't not for our bill. They were just not for incentives. Mm-hmm. So they have some kind of hard line right. idea about incentives in general. We did work on a lot of folks and we met with them and talked to them about the reasonability of this bill. Um, Things that they might not have understood were with a film incentive bill uh, that we had put forward. There's no um, there's no money given at the front. They have to prove a minimum spend. They have to mm-hmm. prove they've hired X amount of people. They right. have to if they film X amount in the state, they they get just a little bit of a bump. Mm-hmm. You know if they you know over fifty percent of the project. Um, and then on the back end, it is so highly scrutinized that any any line item of expense that sniffs not right to mm-hmm. the Department mm-hmm. of Economic Development, that expense is thrown out. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of control that the state has um, over the program. Who gets who gets in? And then the audit is just really, really uh, highly scrutinized. Um, those kinds of things, and that it's non-mandatory. So those kinds of things. It's discretionary. Uh, unfortunately, it's not one of those programs where you sign up and it's just next in line gets in. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. not it. It has to be evaluated. Yeah. There was only a certain amount of money going into the program. It would have been one of the country's most modest uh, incentive programs mm-hmm. out there. So there are 35 uh, incentive programs in the U.S., U.S. states and territories. I say that because like the U.S. Virgin Islands mm. has a <laughs> they program. Their own yeah. program. They do. Wow. And uh, Puerto Rico had one. They fell off, obviously, because they had a lot of issues. Yeah. And But they're coming back. They aren't officially back, so they're not on the map. But New Jersey just got back in the game. Oklahoma recently uh, doubled theirs. Oh, wow. I know. So... Um, it's really a viable industry and it's growing. And think about all the people we know and all the young people we know. What are they mm-hmm. interested in? Mm-hmm. You know, it seems like they're interested in, a lot of them are interested in some aspect of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, either as consumers, sure, or as critics, yes. But also as, I'm making a movie. Mm-hmm. I'm making a video. They're, yeah. s- they're making those now. And they're also training kids in school younger and younger mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. be uh, a part of this industry. So I don't, we really need to honor it and, and, make sure that our graduates just don't leave the state yeah. over and yeah. over and over. You know, we, yeah. we, they deserve to have an industry to work in at mm-hmm. home. And is that part of the incentive? Um, like for instance, with Netflix, cause I didn't know until, uh, actually Lucas, uh, Cohen, who used to work here. Um, he worked on queer eye and I didn't know that local people 
worked on that. Mm-hmm. And so is that part a lot of the... Of them. Yeah, a lot of people. I mean, not just him. Um, is that something that the incentive is about is giving local opportunities to people because that's something I didn't know before. It absolutely is. So we have a local incentive and then we're talking right now about the state incentive. Mm-hmm. Both, both and any incentive are about jobs for our people. Mm-hmm. Um, jobs for our people, experience for our young people, um, you know, and then ultimately pride for the whole city. Right. Um, uh, but it's about the impact of the spend when they're in here. It's about the opportunities to hire our people. You know, they, they, they wanted to hire a lot of people. They are a reality show so Mm -hmm. that there's like Mm -hmm. a different budget for that versus like a big, you know, like HBO sharp objects. That's Mm -hmm. different. That's a scripted show. So it's still like kind of a, a, a modest, uh, rate, but not bad. Uh, we have all kinds of, they learned we all have all kinds of professional, people hireable. I feel like a big part of their crew was local people. Yeah. Like they, they counted they 41. Ton, like, wow. yeah. 41. And one of those like was actually a Netflix hire, not the production company mm-hmm. hire. Mm-hmm. And he was there to take uh, production stills, but he was one of our people. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like somebody like, Netflix, Netflix filmed didn't it. Bring yeah, somebody. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they found him because his portfolio was so fantastic. That's and great. he lives and works right here. Yeah. So it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Cause I think that's important for people to understand is mm-hmm. that, you know, because some people who might be against this, they need to understand that we're giving jobs to people mm-hmm. around Kansas City too. Right. So I think it's important. You know. And I think you're right. I think that's important. And it's interesting to note that in our production guide, there are over 600 people and services listed. And in Missouri, you know, as we're going for the film incentive, we're collecting all of this information. There are more than 11,000 people. Wow. In this in the, industry, mm-hmm. in the that state, li- that file their taxes with some kind of mm-hmm. code wow. attached yeah. to mm-hmm. this industry. Wow. 11,000. Yeah, that's those a are lot. those are our that's our workforce. So like guys. we want to give them opportunities to be able to we, work. Right. We do. Right. We yeah. do. We do. And is that or yeah. go ahead. No, I was just going to say graduates from colleges all mm-hmm. across, you know, state, Kansas and Missouri, you know, in in programs like film and, you know, media often have conversations, where are you moving? I mean, right, right. very mm-hmm. often, yeah. where are you moving? Where are you moving? We we Yes. We want we we want you to stay, or we want you to come back. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh-huh. yeah. Well, I was going to say, is that kind of the extent of what you can do for local filmmakers, or is there more that you guys try to do? I, I there is more, you know. So having a local incentive and being able to uh, invite outside work in is mm-hmm. a big part of our job. Um, local companies can use the incentive also, mm-hmm. but in addition to that, we're always uh, promoting. Uh, and like, I want to say promoting and encouraging the local work that comes out of Kansas City. When we had uh, a film go to Sundance this year, I was at Sundance. I was at their screening. I took them all out to dinner. You know, when we had a film this year, I'm so proud of us this year too. Mm. We've had such a good mm-hmm. year. And, and that was a film by Christopher Good. And then we had a film go to South by Southwest mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this year. Um, and I went, so I went to South by Southwest and I went to that screening. And so I'm this present. This jog? The jog, yes, oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. Um, Joseph Lee Anderson's The Jog. Um, it's great. It's, yeah, a, it's, it's a very powerful oh, short mm-hmm. film, and so it, we took them out to dinner as well. So I, I don't mean like I only take people yeah. out to dinner. <laughs> no, sure. I kind of do. You do yeah. so much more. Right, <laughs> the point, right. the point is that we're present. We're rooting for you. We're representing yes, Kansas supporting. City with yeah. you, mm-hmm. and and also uh, events. Uh, we sponsor events. We try to host events and keep the cost like no cost or low cost. We we had Michael Brandt come in, who's a you know Overland Park native, mm-hmm. and he made Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, yeah. Chicago, yeah. Chicago, Chicago, Chicago. He made all those things. <laughs> Why not Kansas City, yeah. Michael Brandt? Oh, this is <laughs> right, so funny. Exactly. So when he came in, we we had a free event at the Fontaine, so we mm-hmm. made it really nice. There was a reception for him, and there was like a big Q and A. And Michelle Davidson yeah. uh, was the host uh, and did the Q&A. She did a great job. Um, but our firemen came. They, <laughs> they gave him a Kansas City fireman, a, official a fireman hat. It was the real deal. And they gave him a whole duffel bag full of fire things from Kansas City. Uh, Councilman Scott Taylor uh, had a proclamation and made it Michael Brandt Day. <laughs> so all of these super fun things. But <laughs> at one point, our our fire, <laughs> our fire, I think it was a f- assistant fire chief, asked Michael Brandt if, if he would listen to a pitch. So he pitched him <laughs> He's a like, whole Kansas the City. Oh my gosh, yeah. so fire show. We have fires here. Yeah, we have yeah. exciting yeah. things. It was great. <laughs> that's, that's real. Great. That's so great. Yeah. 
Um, so kind of looking towards the future, um, what, what are your goals for film in Kansas City maybe in the next f- like five years? What, what are you hoping to see happen here? In the next five years, we want, uh, we would like to see a state incentive in Missouri enacted. We would like to see a state incentive in Kansas enacted. We would like to uh, make sure that our local incentive is in good shape and supported well by you know, the new mayor and the new city council. And I would like to see that increased and maybe expanded into also covering post-production, not just production. Um, I would like to see three to four TV series annually filmed here. I would like to see three to four independent films annually film here. Um, I would like to see, it can't be through my office, but I want to support, promote, and partner with an entity that can provide film fund we need more funding for our local filmmakers. So there's some things in the works. And I know Kansas City Women in Film and Television mm-hmm. have just started a finishing fund. So we're really happy that that exists. We want to support what Explain they're doing. Explain that a little bit. What, what does that mean? So if uh, something's already shot uh, or maybe it's, you know, kind of getting there but hasn't, hasn't done their pickup work yet, if the, you apply for the finishing fund, that little bit of money can help you get to the finish line. Got it. And that, mm-hmm. that might... That that might be for post production. That might be for editing mm-hmm. or sound design or something like that. But the intention is to help you finish something you started. Yeah. Right. That's and cool. I know they need that's funding cool. on the front end too. Yeah. Right. You know? Right. So. But sometimes that's the challenge is actually mm-hmm. following through and right. putting it out. The there. ultimate yeah. goal, guys, is that Kansas City is becomes known as a hub for production in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like Atlanta boomed in the last. I don't know how many years. It just uh, so I'd be really nice if Kansas City could. It would be really nice. Yeah, Justin, it'd be really nice. <laughs> We're all Sarah. on board. We're yes. all on board. Yes, and that has that has a lot to do with their state incentive program. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and and the infrastructure that that afforded the state to have, and the trust that the industry started having in the sustainability of that program. Mm. All right. We're, we're writing to us, the senators, all the yes. house, the reps, like we're as a film lover and we're all film yes. lovers here and we would love to see more. So, if, I mean, if, if I have to write emails, I'm going to write sure. emails. If <laughs> I hey. make some phone calls, yeah. you know how I will I am do, on I'll the phone. knock on some doors. Yeah. Yeah. Your yeah. voice deserves Chris, to be heard. I, I, Chris I, is, uh, <laughs> Chris is aggressive when I he wants really, something. Yeah. I, you want to tell that story? No. Jeez. No, he, I, I was trying to find a, a parking, parking ticket, ticket, and Sarah's like, "Well, you broke the law." I'm like, "Yeah, but not really." You, break the you law. broke the ordinance. Like it was like I parked by a stop law. sign, and then they were like, "You can't park within uh, 30 feet of any sign." And I'm like, "Well, go look outside our window." How many Everybody's cars? doing so, it. Yeah, he tried to fight the thing, but it didn't yeah, work. Sarah's like, "It just pay the money." I'm like, "No, it's the principle of the thing." <laughs> like the principle that yeah, you I actually get really worked up. So yeah, trust me. You want him on your side? He'll he'll hold a sign. Chris will pick at the line. I'll park my car by. Stop yeah, sign. No, no, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> also, I live on the Kansas side. Is there stuff? Can I still help with the Missouri? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you can't call your representative, sure. obviously. Can but call you can, can you call my representative? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can join MoMA. So MoMA's for anyone to join, no matter where you live. Okay. Like David's a member, Morgan's sure. a member. Yeah. Those are, you know, guests you've had on okay, before great. that live mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. I will do it. So. Yeah. Yes. I know that in. we've gotten really nerdy into some of, you know, the business no it's okay my job no. but there are fun stories. no and yes. we're getting there i that's actually i was gonna ask does anybody have any more serious like questions that we need uh, to get out of the way before we move on to some funner no, things let's do let's do let's fun, do fun okay, things yeah. okay incentives are fun it's <laughs> a, no, i mean I, I, it's once, important when yeah. you get yeah, that stuff in here it is fun like i mean if we didn't have queer eye like i yeah. mean we wouldn't have had anything to talk about on our podcast <laughs> last year <laughs> well yeah well it's such a big deal like even if you don't follow that stuff it's pretty neat like i don't yeah. watch queer eye but it's awesome that like, they came here. Think I mean, about yeah. how excited even people, and they probably don't even realize like we need those incentives to get stuff mm-hmm. like that here. It's yeah. not like Queer Eye is just going to come here. Like, right. I mean, hey, if you guys want episodes of whatever your favorite mm-hmm. show is, like we mm-hmm. need this stuff. And once they're here, it's so exciting mm-hmm. for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. It's a tool I can use to help sell. Yeah. And they do yeah. a great job too sure. with their social media because I mean, even things like I knew what Tomstown was, but they yeah. were a big advocate for Tom. Oh, yeah. They'd have all these parties well, at Tomstown like, and hey, like, Local liquor. Like, yeah. what's more exciting than yeah. local liquor? I mean, you guys want a Marvel movie to film here? Like, let's get yeah. on board with this. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I want to see Chris Evans walking around. Like, <laughs> well, he's do done. It. He's done with them. I you know. know. Whatever. Maybe. But also, my little brother is trying to get in, into the business, and he's doing like kind of some freelance work and stuff. So it's just exciting to know that he made a good decision by being here because things are happening and opportunities are happening. Yeah. Okay. 
fun <laughs> fun things fun th- now fun things. fun things what tv shows and movies are you most into like oh, okay gosh personally um i'm into well i'm gonna be into the handmaid's tale because oh, yeah. it started last night again, and I haven't, I didn't see last night's episode. I'm mm-hmm. gonna be There's in. three of them. Yeah. They, they released three at one time. So, <gasps> I yeah. know. Oh gosh, there goes my weekend. Yeah. That's a hard one to binge, though. <laughs> it is. It is, it really is hard. Yeah. right. You need, you need to like break. take deep breaths uh-huh. yeah. and take a walk. Yeah. I know. Yeah, uh, and I'm about to be into Big Little Lies too, mm-hmm. yeah. which Andrea Arnold is yes. the new director. I just texted them last night. I love Andrea Arnold. I love her. Also. Uh, Fish Tank is one of my all-time favorite movies. I love American Honey, which mm-hmm. uh, partly filmed here. And she was lovely. So whenever this is interesting, because when she filmed American Honey here, it was a it was a very special film. Mm-hmm. It was also she's a very organic director. She did things like I, usually, you know, I visit a set, I bring gifts. You know, Shia LaBeouf, I had a gift bag for him. Mm-hmm. I had, you know, like a, a standard style hat. Like I gave him something premier, premium um, because he also loves to wear hats. So, yeah. mm-hmm. um, but I couldn't meet him because he, uh, they were insulating was he like the in whole, character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he was or not, but I know that she was insulating the whole cast mm-hmm. so that they could concentrate on having this shared experience oh, together. Sure. Mm-hmm. They were really staying in motels. Wow. You know? Wow. So they were really doing kind of what you're seeing. She was putting them, she was steeping them in an environment. It was a really interesting way to work. That but is. So ever since then, you know, I have her email and whenever she has anything good happen, uh-huh. I always quick email her and say, this, uh, this is fantastic. Congratulations. Yeah. She always emails me back. Thank you so much. Oh, that's great. So, Can cool. you like email her and tell her that we have like a super he fan here? <laughs> and, oh my well, God. We We'd love to have yes. her on the podcast. Yeah, I love yeah. her. I know. We need more podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. I've been telling, yeah, after, because we were all talking about our favorite movies. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I love, I love both of those films. I think she's mm-hmm. a, such a talented filmmaker. She is. She is. And we more female director voices Absolutely. out there. Yeah. So I'm interested to see what she did with Big Little Lies. Mm-hmm. We were able yeah. to meet Jean-Marc Vallet, who was the Oh, really? Season one oh, wow. yes. okay. And he did sharp objects too. Right? He did sharp objects. Yeah. And what's really cool about that is that they were on the verge of buying the plane ticket to come scout. We uh, had an itinerary. Oh man. We had, yeah, I mean, it made sense for, was, yeah, it's set in Missouri. Yeah. We had, well, they were Flynn. very yeah. interested yeah. in the Vale mansion. Imagine oh, what if that wow. was the Victorian. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. So that didn't, happen but we we kept that relationship and they invited mm-hmm. us to set in georgia to come visit uh the set there sharp objects and you know we invited um some uh chiefs of staff some senatorial chiefs of staff we wanted them to see for themselves yeah. hey, this Education. could have been here yeah. Yeah. yeah so we took that trip met jean-marc valet the whole entire day was amazing at every turn we'd meet a new person you know sometimes they were like a crew like a grip or a crew member mm-hmm. or whatever I turned the corner and there's a, a a grip in front of me and I recognize him from being on uh, on the crew of American Ninja Warrior. Wow! And I was like, Oh my gosh, it's you! And <laughs> and he, we recognized each other. I was like, Of all the places, yeah. so yeah. it starts like that and then it moves into the beginning of the day where we're all huddled. You you huddle and hide a lot <laughs> when they're rolling and we're and I got us all Missouri T-shirts. So we have the big state of Missouri with a a, a you know like a big red splotch uh-huh. where you know. Missouri isn't in the state. So we're kind of nerding out yeah. to like represent. <laughs> of course. We turn the corner in, in this antique, uh, little antique store in between takes and it's Amy Adams. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. No, so, you know, we're real friendly people. Yeah. So we're like, hello, oh, hello sure. Amy. Amy. We're from da da da. Uh-huh. And she was using her Missouri accent, her oh. Missouri accent. Oh. And it threw me for such a loop. <laughs> I was just like, huh. And then I was like, oh my gosh, you're supposed to be from the boot heel of Missouri. I get it. Because we're all from Missouri and we don't talk like that. So we didn't get it at first. (laughs) But so it was funny. And then at the end of the day, Jean-Marc Vallée did all these pictures with us and he was making muscles and posing and he was very funny and charming, but they couldn't have been more welcoming. They were happy that we were there and they were showing off everything. One of their producers sat down, all the people that like our little group, and he said, I want you to know we would have considered Missouri if there had been something, mm. if there had been some mm. kind of incentive. There You're was like, hold nothing. On, let me record yeah. you right. saying this. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. We repeated that story a lot because yeah. that's the thing. If they need it bad enough or they want it bad enough or if it's story appropriate enough, they can make the case for it if there's something, even if it's not mm. as competitive mm-hmm. as George's, if there's something. And he said that he was 
you know, he was the money producer. So he said he was recreating Missouri and Georgia for $350,000 a day. Mm. <sighs> they it's almost like, fell over. But that right. was yeah. that was the takeaway from that trip. Sure. That, that one day with that information and that mm-hmm. experience, we did other things too to inform, you know, inform about the industry. Um, we went off on a tangent. Really big tangent. Sorry. <laughs> but that's the sharp no, objects, Sean Marks. We like those stories. Yeah, so. no, that's, isn't that's that exactly what, what Ozark here. did? Didn't they, uh, for the Netflix show, didn't they, they filmed it in Atlanta, filmed it in Atlanta yeah. and recreated everything, correct? Yes. And they they invited us to see uh, their set in Georgia, so we went to see that as mm-hmm. well. Um, what, it's nice to have these relationships because mm-hmm. the, the opportunity for working together, hopefully it's more shooting in Missouri, mm-hmm. right? That's, yeah. that's the highest possible thing good that could happen the other things that can happen with those good relationships though are like residual tourism maybe tourism programs mm-hmm. maybe just having a good working relationship for any opportunities uh is key so i know the missouri film office worked really really hard on that and worked really well with everybody in the ozarks with the ozark cvb and the surrounding businesses mm-hmm. and you know they took them out on like the best scout it was the winter time but it was one of those days where it was really warm so it oh, couldn't nice. have been universal. <laughs> Universally better, and they were on a boat checking out all of the Ozarks and how vast and big. Mm-hmm. So Beautiful. when we visited Georgia, they're they're filming on two different lakes, two lakes, to to try to accomplish you know the vastness of what the Ozarks sure. and the Ozark, you know, Lake of the Ozarks specifically are. Yeah, that's incredible. Well, what other fun like stories do you have like that that you can tell us? Because <laughs> okay. we we really are nerd like like when we David this this mentioned yeah. like he said something about being on and we we're like, are you talking about Dune? Are you yeah. talking yes, about filling yeah. Dune right yeah. now? Like, can we please like <laughs> we all just like our eyes got so big yeah. and yeah. like because we know we've been reading about this like production. So any any other fun stories like that? We we are happy to I, hear I, those. I, maybe you'll find this interesting. I hope you do. Um, when American Honey was filming here, Shia La- LaBeouf is the star and. Um, the whole time before they came, we knew about it. While they were filming, we knew about it. We had strict non-disclosure uh, that we'd agreed to, so we couldn't mention it, and we couldn't ever confirm it when people asked mm-hmm. us. It was even though people were like, "I just saw Shia LaBeouf like <laughs> yeah. in my neighborhood. What's happening?" Yeah, I think he like we went to a know. dance club in the Power and Light or something. Oh. Yeah, I, was like, I don't know, <laughs> know nothing about this. <laughs> yeah. Um, so those things are always awkward yeah. and interesting. Um, but the way th- they were almost done shooting almost done shooting and they were doing a scene I think in Prairie Village or somewhere on the Kansas side and one of the neighbors saw Shia LaBeouf run through a yard <laughs> <laughs> and I think that was their kissing scene where they land yeah, on the yeah. ground uh-huh. and they kiss oh yeah. I saw pictures they, of that yeah. Yeah. they took a picture through their window and then sent it into the, the newspaper the small newspaper uh-huh. On that side of the state, and that's how it broke. Wow. Yeah. That's I how it broke wide that. open. Yeah. That's exactly, I just think yeah. that's hilarious. On that film, uh, they filmed on the Missouri side for this for, for a, one particular scene, and they they called me in a panic, and uh, their location manager called me in a panic and said, "Stuff, there's somebody jackhammering oh, no. right outside of our location." <laughs> this I, that's why I don't know what I'm gonna yeah. get on any given yeah. day. So okay, I'm like okay, jackhammering. What do I do? What do I do? Well, first of all, I'm going to touch base with the city. Yeah. I want to find out if do they know what this jack... Because maybe it was a city crew, mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. jackhammering. They didn't know anything about it, so they checked and s- to see if there was some kind of permit had been pu- pulled for that because we knew that location mm-hmm. where they were. Like, in that location, is there a permit for that? There wasn't anything. And so... I <laughs> I go down there physically. Uh, somebody from the city meets me just to be like supportive of what's happening. Uh, the location manager is telling me how he's handling it. He's trying to get the jackhammer person to stop. They're offering everything that they can. Just can you put it off till tomorrow? Can you put it off till 6 p.m.? Can you put it off till... <laughs> mm-hmm. So it, eventually after a lot of time... It works out and the jackhammering stops, okay? They were improving some of those um, urns at the ends of streets, mm-hmm. okay? Th- and there was something that needed to be jackhammered, mm-hmm. which yeah. is like the loudest possible thing. It yeah. couldn't have been planting <laughs> yeah. a plant right. on that day, unfortunately. <laughs> um, later, they called me again. Another call, frantic, saying, we're, we're experiencing the noise of a huge party. Uh-oh. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, huge party. How, how do I do, do, I, what do, I do yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> so... I go back to set from my, I'm going back and forth from Mm -hmm. my office downtown and I go back to their set and I'm like, where's the noise? What is the noise? Then I, you know, I call the, uh, the neighborhood association to ask if they know anything that's going on. And 
apparently it wasn't this association where they were, the, their location. We, we always notify that, you know, the association. Yeah. So sure. it wasn't their association. It was just one block over. It was a whole different association. Oh, no. oh gosh. Oh. So I went to the party, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it was the oh, fanciest, coolest, like fifth grade graduation party oh, I have ever oh, seen. What, did they have like a live there band was a DJ. there? Oh, oh, DJ. There was a pool party. It was outdoors. Yeah. It was super fun. And Good so I just, kid. I mean, I yeah. wasn't going to be like, I'm shutting down your yeah. party. Like yeah. you, Congratulations. Be like, Would I you just, like Shia LaBeouf from Transformers <laughs> yeah, to stop exactly. by and say yeah. hi if you just keep it down, yeah. please? I, I, if I could have leveraged that option, I really would have. So I just talked to some of the parents and I said, this is the situation I'm in. This is going to sound like crazy. Uh-huh. But there's a film being filmed right there. And Shia LaBeouf is the yeah. star of the film. They only need today. And you you happen to be having a party. And I said, I want us to think about a creative solution. It, what can we do? Wow. And, yeah. and so we figured out, you know, like the speakers could be angled Turned. a different uh-huh. way. Um, and, and, you know, nobody was going to ask the kids to stop having right. extra times. Yeah. But, it, but it ended up being enough. Enough happened that it worked for the project, for, yeah. the, for the film. But it's just insane things like that. Yeah. yeah. It's so funny. Like, do you, did you know when you signed up for this job that it was going to be like, <laughs> I tell you what, do stuff I like feel that. so, so, but it's fun. Lucky yeah. that I have this job. I know. It's and amazing. no is the answer. I did not know. Cause you were kind of in advertising right before that. Um, my or my background's at... mostly in production, but okay. right before this job, I had been working at uh, okay. Sullivan Higdon and right. Sink. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but mostly in uh, producing, um, gotcha. mostly in the corporate space. I was a mm-hmm. talent agent for four years. Mm-hmm. I uh, directed and produced commercials. Okay. Oh, cool. Um, Very cool. So a lot of that. So I'm pouring kind of all the things I know into I, this Amazing. Yeah. And I know. asking You're a lot doing of questions an amazing of people job. that yeah. know better, you know. <laughs> yeah. So that's great. Okay. What else? Top five. Uh, top yeah, five. Top five. Your top favorite five favorite movies. God, I was wondering Sorry. if you missed oh, this one. Ask this. <laughs> this one's it's so, so hard. hard. It's very hard. Yeah. Okay. I, I have not nailed down my top five if it makes you feel better. And I've been doing it this podcast I think, I think that years. if we can... It if, changes. Yeah. If, yeah. if yeah. we have these boundaries around it, my mm-hmm. top five can change at any time. Absolutely. Yep. My, my so, number five especially changes all the time. Your yeah. number five changes. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm interested to hear what your top five are. Okay. Can you go? You want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. Ghostbusters. Back to the Future, High Fidelity, Jurassic Park, and The Dark Knight. Today, Ooh. today, today, today. Yeah. Wow. Okay, I've been. I read. These are the ones that impacted me when I was a young person the most. But I can't give you only five. I actually thought about this hard, and then I wrote it down. And it, on different days, I had different <laughs> answers. Sure. Um, but what I came up with yesterday when I was thinking about a question like this, if it came up. Um, uh, the Time Bandits, 1981. I was a little girl, and I went to the theater to see that. I, I don't know how many times, maybe three times. Who's I in that? It. I feel like yeah. I know this one. Yeah. Who is in that? I can look it up. A giant? <laughs> a giant? I was a kid, so I was like, <laughs> a giant? Some some small people. I'm going to look uh-huh. at this up. It's a Terry Gilliam film. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. It's, it's fantastic. It's... Okay, wait. It's styled really interestingly. Mm-hmm. It's about, you know, light and dark, good and evil, sure. mm-hmm. innocence. It's just cool. And I, I was just enthralled with it. Yeah. Um, okay. And Sean I have to, Connery. I, I have to cheat. Oh, my gosh. That's right. Sean Connery's in it. John Cleese. I've never seen this. Yeah. So those that group of people. Shelley Duvall is oh, in wow. it. She's fantastic in it. It's worth a see. It's a different kind of sure. film, but it's just wild. That guy What's from Terry Game Gilliam? of Thrones. What? Who? Like all of Terry Gilliam's movies are crazy. They are oh, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Peter yeah. Vaughn. That's amazing. Okay. The other, Shawshank Redemption. Mm. Yeah. Great choice. Harold and Maude. Also great choice. Um, okay. When when these ones are on TV, I'm going over a fight right now. When these, cause, <laughs> cause okay. some films like just get show, shown on television oh, yeah. all the time. Titanic. If, if I accidentally come upon it, mm-hmm. I can't You're stop. watching that all the time. <laughs> yes. I'm in. That's so you're in for like the five away. hours when it's on TV. There are some yes. movies <laughs> where, you know, I don't I haven't had to cable in a long time, but when I did, they, they would play them back to back. Like it would just be double showings of whatever movie it was. And I'd be like, well, I guess I'm watching it again. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I'm not going to stop watching it. No, just and you know everything I just watched happen. it. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I know. Yeah. And you feel the same feels. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that? Yeah. So that's a remarkable movie in my book. If it makes sure. you feel. Mm-hmm. Same with Steel Magnolias. When that's oh. on, that I, every time that's on, that happens. So I think good. Get Out, the recent <laughs> yeah. film Get oh Out, yeah. has to be on that list. And this is this was interesting because when, okay, I just talk about David again. David Dismulchin, the best human. <laughs> being on the face of the earth. We hope you're um, listening yes, to this, yeah, David, so. and we hope you come on again. <laughs> and he'll be here for Big Slick yeah, uh, yeah. tomorrow. Um, 
so when he was in for a scout for his movie, Hide Your Eyes, uh, they, uh, Molly Elfman, producer, and Alora Moss, director, they both um, are very often in the horror th- or thriller genre. Mm comfortably. Mm-hmm. And so they were explaining to me, I, I have always had a thing about scary movies. Being scared isn't fun to me, <laughs> but, me but either. they explained it in a really interesting way. They said a lot of people that go into horror are creating horror are dealing with, you know, their demons and they're winning. Mm-hmm. Think about mm-hmm. it like that. They're, mm-hmm. they're putting together this whole package of horrible experience because they're emerging into some other they're they're beating this monster. They're mm-hmm. they're escaping. They're getting away, and it's very symbolic in that way. So they gave me like a hit list to watch. They said, "We know you how you feel. We understand, but we think that that other than you won't be scared by these. I think you'll be intrigued by these." And Get Out was on their list because I hadn't seen it yet because I thought I'd get scared. Mm. Da, 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 da. What a fool! So <laughs> I watched it, and it's on my list. So I love Pan's yeah. Labyrinth is on my. I list. I love oh, Pan's yeah. Labyrinth. Yeah. I'm the same way. I'm not a big horror scared person. I don't mind like blood and guts so much or like slasher films, but like the demonic possessions and the ghosts, like I don't <laughs> do well with those things, but I yeah. loved get out and I actually really liked pan's Lambert too. Yeah. So like those are also, yeah, there's something different about those films. Yeah. When, when you, we, you mentioned David's name the I didn't tell you this the what? day after we talked to him, prisoners is one of my all time favorite yeah. movies. And I totally watched it the night of, oh, <laughs> I'm awesome. like, oh my gosh. And I wanted to tweet at him and I was like, guess what I'm watching? Yeah. So I'm like, I don't care. But oh my gosh, like what a great movie. Uh, I just love Prisoners and he's so good in it. And I should have asked him at the time. I wanted to be like, how was it working with Jake Gyllenhaal? Because Jake yeah. Gyllenhaal is one of my man crushes. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, just to be, they were this close to each other yeah. and he like got yeah. hit by him. And I'm like, I would get hit by Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> if I could just like meet him. You want him to punch you in the face? Yeah, just I'd let him punch me just in like, the face. Just like, hey, Jake Gyllenhaal, can you come to Missouri just to punch Chris in the face? There's your incentive. Try yeah. to bring yeah. Jake Any, yeah. anybody. Well, it really, is, anybody. If you can get anybody cool, I think we don't be. Even, it doesn't have to yeah. be just Jake, right? That's tr- Michael Fassbender. Yeah, but yeah. I'm, but I'm gonna hold you to this. So if one of those guys yeah. makes a movie here in Kansas City, I'm gonna be like, dude, you gotta go get punched in the face. Yeah, be like <laughs> Chris. <laughs> that's, <laughs> it's that's, in stone now. Uh, there it is. That's part of the write it down. <laughs> that is a great top ten uh, or yes. top or ten. Or I, guess top yeah, I know there's definitely more than five. There's a that's okay. And there's more. I mean, the documentary. Please, please keep going. Okay, you gotta talk about the documentary. Yes, please keep going. Okay, the recent, uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, RGB. Yes, two recents that were just in the Kansas City Film Festival Mm -hmm. this year American Factory. I have not seen that. What's that about? Um, That was also at Sundance, it was also at True False. Um, American Factory is about uh, an American auto plant that closed and then it reopened as. Uh, a resource for the automotive industry, uh, a glass glass uh, for your car. Mm-hmm. So it was a glass company owned um, by a Chinese. Was it Chinese or Japanese? Was that no? It, it was Chinese it's in yeah. Kansas City. No, oh. it's in the Midwest though. Okay, um, owned by a Chinese company. So they had their workers come over to train our workers, and this whole thing is documented. Mm-hmm. It's it's just so multi layered because you've got cultural. Uh, differences. You've got cultural bridges. Mm-hmm. You've got business versus labor. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got the the well intentioned uh, owner who, you know, at the beginning everyone's like so glad that this this factory is not going to stand empty and there are going to be jobs and all those people that lost their jobs can now work mm-hmm. here. And then and then what's interesting too is that the different styles of work, the different points of view on. Uh, what a work day should be and how different America is than, than there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it wasn't as if they were trying to not get along. It was just because so fundamentally there are those differences and they couldn't speak about them because they couldn't understand each other that there was just this kind of tension wow. and friction. But there are such, there are some beautiful things woven into this documentary mm-hmm. and it's just so human. It reminds us we are global you know, mm-hmm. the, the people across the globe or in other countries are so similar to us. Mm-hmm. And when you see what those frustrations are about and then our U.S. frustrations, yeah. you understand mm-hmm. both of them so perfectly while you're sitting there watching it. And you kind of want to go, can I just come in and yeah. Yeah. Mediate, <laughs> can I mediate some yeah. things? Yeah. Right. But it's a very real thing and it's a real issue, too, because, you know, when a big factory closes in a small town, mm-hmm. yeah, the town suffers yeah. so mm-hmm. much. Um, yeah. So that's a fantastic documentary, American Factory. Factory okay. Okay. Um, I wrote down one more. 
Um, Big Little Farm. This one's really interesting, especially right now with climate change. Mm-hmm. Big Little Farm is about this. Um, there was a camera cameraman, like a very successful cinematographer in Los Angeles and his wife. And they got um, this dog, their beloved dog. But their dog was going crazy in their apartment just making all kinds of noise and it was becoming a problem. The neighbors I were think complaining. I've heard of this oh, one. It's so charming yeah. and hopeful and amazing. They end up buying a farm mm-hmm. because the dog needed to not live in an apartment oh, wow. anymore. But then they made new decisions based on that decision. Uh-huh. Yes, they wanted to have a farm. They wanted it to, you know, to be, uh, uh, an, ec- an eco farm. Mm-hmm. So all of their decisions were, the decisions, uh, what was best for the land, what was best for the crop. There were no chemicals used. I know that that sounds just, uh, the only reason I'm talking about it like this is because I don't have the knowledge of farming. Mm-hmm. But but every everything that they did, did take time mm-hmm. and it took thought and it took planning, lots of planning. But then ultimately it healed. It healed the those hills in California where when those big rains came and it washed a lot of like, you know, mudslides and all of those things, terrible things were happening. Their property didn't have that because of all the work that they'd done, mm-hmm. all the ground cover they had put in. And so it, it, it's just a lesson for us all yeah. and how it could be, you know, how mm-hmm. it really could be. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to remember why I know about this show. I feel like they were in the news recently, something like we, I don't know if we did something with them on our newscast or so, I don't know, but I know I'm about thinking this. that those two films will be available for streaming. There was right something. Were they I affected bet. by the wildfire like or something? Like I remember maybe they were in the news because of the wildfires or something like people were worried about them they, being The beginning threatened. of the film is them leaving. I think that maybe would have from a wildfire. Maybe okay. something to do with and that. And they weren't uh, terribly affected like but it got close. Yeah. You could see it in yeah. the footage like it's right here. I, I wanted to see maybe it was like on social media like during that time the people were like oh and they were like no the farm's okay. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But I've heard of this and yes it sounds amazing. What else got like are you have anything else that, no, any burning questions? You, you know. get to go to Sundance, Sundance don't you every I, year? I do. Yeah. I do. When so you take did us you go with this you, last that's year? That's the question. <laughs> was there any like standouts that you saw? Last year my standout was Jason Momoa. Mm. Um, just, <laughs> just because general? he's a very yeah. tall man when like the first day we got there it's funny because um i i don't have that gift of like seeing somebody in real life and saying you're you're from this movie yeah. uh-huh. like sometimes i just look at a person and i'm like i know you. i think i know yeah. you yeah. and i really think i know you but i don't <laughs> but with jason momoa i didn't know him i knew i knew who he was but we were walking by him and I was chatting with uh, with Rachel from the film office and her eyes changed. They <laughs> just got really big and her just her whole face changed. And I was like, Rach, what? And she's like, Momoa. <laughs> <laughs> so I turned around and he's right there and he's wearing fur. He looks like you oh think gosh. he should look. It was amazing. Um, so that was like day one, hour one at Sundance this year. Um, let's see. Sundance had, um, so our friends that made All Creatures Here Below with David Mm -hmm. had a film in Sundance uh, that was about Ted Bundy. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That film. So we saw that, um, and those filmmakers were still friends with those those filmmakers. Um, there's a woman from Kansas City. Her name's Megan Evans. She had three films in Sundance. Wow. She's a costume designer. Uh, she, She did David's movie here, too, and her folks live in Lee Summit. Uh, They have a pontoon boat. They're very friendly people, and they let us go out on their pontoon boat. (laughs) Um, But she had three films, and she had uh, she worked on the uh, the Ted Ted Bundy Bundy film. Mm -hmm. She worked on um, shoot, what was the other one? It was Silence. It was Sarsgaard. Um, Okay, Alexander Um, Sarsgaard. What that one? Yeah, there was an no, it wasn't Alexander. Peter Sarsgaard. Bill. There's three Sarsgaards. Yeah. Okay, sorry, I don't Plus remember. the father. Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh, there's four stars. <laughs> what a great name. Um, and then she <laughs> she did uh, some scenes for a documentary on uh, a fashion icon. It's all escaping me right now. I'm sorry. It feels like a long time ago. That's but okay. it was in January. And the thing about the Sundance films is those aren't those don't usually come out for a full like sure, six right. months mm-hmm. or so. So I I. You won't have them on the tip of your tongue mm-hmm, either because mm-hmm. they're not yeah. anywhere you've seen them yet unless they've been at the Kansas City Film Festival, which mm-hmm. we do try when we're there to connect with the the makers or the producers and and parlay mm-hmm. some kind that, of... Hey, we have a film festival. Yeah. Exactly. Have your show. Exactly. Yeah. So that's how, cool. you know, like American Factory, yeah. 
was there. That's how Don Cheadle and his film mm -hmm. came here. That was a fun experience. Don Cheadle is a really he's talented Kansas, person. Kansas City guy. Yeah. Or is he, yes. is yeah. it Kansas City specifically Kansas City, or is Missouri, he just in right? Missouri? Missouri. Yeah. 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 yeah, Kansas City, Missouri, yeah. but really young. And yeah. then he moved to Denver. Um, we, we have yeah. an amazing cast of characters from here. Don't yeah. we though? I mean, it's Absolutely. pretty amazing. Yeah. And comedians, lots of funny people. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a great people. So One of them's Ant-Man. One know. of them is Ant-Man. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. That's great. I'm not friends with him yet, so I'm working on that. <laughs> Maybe this weekend. Maybe yeah. this weekend. <laughs> are you gonna get are you going to Big Slick? Yeah, I'm gonna go I'll be at the softball game tomorrow mm -hmm. and then I'll be at uh, the show on Saturday night. Great. Cool. Yeah, I will That's so cool. great. I, just as a you know, an attendee, not as a special yeah. guest or anything. Do you want to bid and uh, Yeah, win we're and gonna give go in on the Joker thing. On the Joker oh, thing, yeah. I'm in. Yeah. It's, uh, do you know what it is? Because I didn't. I know looked, until well, I just yesterday I looked through all their auction items mm -hmm. and I was interested in that. I was interested in when Jason Sudeikis hosts the Ellen show. Yeah. yeah. I thought oh, that yeah. looked like That'd fun. That'd be fun too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah That's a lot great. of good things. It's exciting. It's an exciting time. So out of all the celebrities that you met, David, it's, David is still your, your, your number one. He's, he's real. Yeah. I mean, no, everyone's real, but he's like my real friend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, like I, te I text messaged him yesterday, Aww. you know, oh, how are cool. you feeling? He's, you know, he's got, he's in a world when he's a little bit tired, but he's going to well, come and, you know, participate and yeah. kind of try to stick, you know, take care of himself while he's mm -hmm. here. But. Well, he seems so busy too. Like even if you go to his IMDb page, he's got so much mm -hmm. stuff. And of course, Dune being a huge one, yeah. but he's got so much stuff. So much on. stuff and a beautiful family. Yeah. And oh yeah. His be beautiful, sweet children. And his wife, I started following her on Instagram now, Eve, like her. So talented. Her, her, like, yeah, she does the murals and stuff. And it's like, yeah. wow, uh -huh. that's so cool. When they <laughs> yeah. were here, I was really trying to find somebody that would hire her while they were here. Yeah. So mm -hmm. she could she do something do, cool. She should do something. Yeah. It didn't work out. Like there was a talk. Ah, that we have so many potential. We have so many walls, so many stairs, so many garages. Um, but there was a potential project that didn't go through, but, but at least, you know, somebody yeah. was entertaining that with her. She's so. really talented. Very cool. I don't know. I think, I think that Don Cheadle was, was a big deal. Yeah. And David, David, I met him in 2015. So well before they filmed mm -hmm. and he was, so he he makes you so at ease that you forget he's a you know mm -hmm. movie star. Yeah. yeah, you know. And he mentioned you too when he was on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's so. great that you have a relationship with them yeah. too. Yeah, I feel really lucky. I feel really lucky. And Kansas City's really lucky because mm -hmm. he is. There's no greater uh, champion. Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. You know. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Well, well, tell him we said hi. Yes, tell I will. Yeah. Text him and tell him we said hi. I will. So like, hey, these guys on. are your biggest fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for being here yeah, and yes. for spending so much time with us and all of your knowledge and for yeah. being a champion for film in Kansas City. And we are, whatever we can do, <laughs> we want We're to there. We will do here. it. Yes. Well, Sarah, Chris, Justin, thank you for having me. Uh, I want you on my team. Yes. yes. I want you on board. And, I, and thank you for doing what you're doing. This is your podcast is awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. All right. That's it. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs>